welcome to Tales, Tunes, and Tomfoolery, starring Jerry Springer with Gene Galvin and me, I am Maria Corelli. We are recorded live in front of a brilliant studio audience here in Folk School Coffee Parlor of Ludlow, Kentucky. And here he is, ladies and gentlemen, Judge Jerry! Thank you! Thank you! Thank you so much! Thank you! We should say, Jerry, that yes. September 9th, uh, which is not long from when this show will air. We're, we're right, live yeah. on Facebook Live. Always invite you to watch Facebook Live. Our schedule is on the website, jerryspringer.com. And we stream live, too, if you want to just pick up the audio. Most people listen on the archive. So when this show airs, it will only be maybe about a matter of a month or so, something sure. like that. Yeah. When Judge Jerry airs on television virtually across the country, in, and we're in, all excited about that. No, there are no 200, kidding. now here's what I'm steamed about. Uh-oh. There are 209 television markets in America. All right. Hmm. And Judge Jerry will be on 208 of them. Is that right? So what? I inquire. Are you a, messing with us? No, I swear to God. Wow. It's in every market, Monday through Friday. Except but one. One. one Colorado Springs. Oh, my God. Oh Is that the Buffaloes? Oh, my word. Yeah, Colorado Springs. I don't know, but there, oh, there's oh, going to be a price. There's going to be trouble there. We are congregating in Colorado Springs. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, I wanted anyway. to yes. mention something else. So we're, we, vote, we gloat over the fact that uh, sort of like our little sister or... You know, she's actually young enough to probably be our granddaughter. Maria (laughs) Corelli is here for Maria Corelli. Maria Corelli is a very talented singer-songwriter. Indeed. Uh, She really is incredibly talented. And we're Facebook friends, social media friends, Instagram, Facebook, etc. And so I, if if you don't tell me, if we don't then come up in a conversation... I kind of know where you're performing, and I know you've been really busy this summer. Good yeah. for you. Yes. You've been out touring you. around a pretty broad region around the greater Cincinnati area, but you're out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For example, Elkins, West Virginia last weekend. Yes, yes. And uh, Elkins, West Virginia is near Canaan Valley and Timberline and Snowshoes, a lot of skiing places. Yeah. It's up in the mountains, beautiful. right? It was Very so beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. And uh, so I know you've been out there touring, and but then I picked up something else, and I picked it up on Facebook. You told me that it's kind of a YouTube thing, and I want this discussed because <laughs> it's very interesting. What's this? So the, the back story is there is a site called Tinder, <laughs> and you swipe left or right based on what your quick impression is uh, if women are looking what? at guys. Whoa, and yeah. guys whoa, 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 it's, whoa. An app, it's an app. It's, it's a phone app. A app. Oh, you put it on the, 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 the telephone you have. Yeah, yeah. So you yeah. open your flip phone. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Because Jerry does use a flip phone. Take it out of your pocket, hold it up for Facebook Live, and yeah. for all of our listeners and viewers to see. It's hard to believe. Jerry is not a millionaire. He is a billionaire. No, no, no. A billionaire. No, like, no, no, no. And he has a flip phone from 1992, And this is for tender? Well, this, actually, this may work, because this you have to handle very tenderly. No. Great. But this is Tinder. So Tinder is oh, it's Tinder. swipe Tinder. left, swipe Tinder. right. And so I saw this well, thing. Um, based on what? Just a picture? Quick impression. Just a picture. Just a Wait, picture. Wait, you put your picture on, mm-hmm. on that app, and then other people yeah. can 
it's look at your picture, and if they like you, they swipe in one direction, and if they don't like you, they swipe in the other. But the only thing they see is your picture. Yeah. Well, they have. A, there's a little blurb too. You can be like, "Hey, I'm a musician, and I'm funny, or whatever." You know. Oh man! Not Turn much. me it's on. Largely, <laughs> what? But also, but it's largely the, just a quick. Uh, yeah, just a quick and the chemistry. Creepy, the creepiest thing is it knows your location too. So it'll be like, "This person's two miles away from you." Ah. Well, here's the deal, and then continue with your story. But just because I don't know about this. But uh, <clears throat> but here's the deal. If the person is contacting you because they like that picture, let's be honest, I assume everyone that puts their picture on is just making sure every hair is in the right place, they oh, look yeah. just right. Exactly. Well, how many times in your life do you exactly look like that? So when that person shows up thinking this is the picture they're going to see and you wind up looking like Jean, <laughs> I mean, aren't you, there's no, there would be such, dis, well, there'd be such disappointment right away. You're going to say, I'm just thinking from a guy's perspective, when you, a guy is young and he's looking, boy, he wants this really pretty lady and she, and the picture is just great. And then you show up and you know, you Something tells me the nine <laughs> zillion Tinder users have, users have got that figured out. So they well, know they're not going to get. They know. know the advertising is false. <laughs> well, I mean, I it's think probably that's the not. Joke false. too. There's a lot of disappointment. Yeah. You oh. know, it's oh, like yeah. you walk in, the person's like, use a picture from ten years ago. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sometimes you run now, into that. Now, what you hit, what I saw on, yeah. I, again, as I say, I saw it on Facebook, uh, is. You have a thing that you've created. Maria Corelli, she has a Facebook page. Spell your last name because people are right now are going to your yeah. Facebook two page. Two R's, two L's. Yeah, C-A-R-R-E-L-L-I. First name, Maria. Swipe. Or they could go to YouTube Swipe. to see this. Maria, Maria Corelli is your YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. Swipe to the so right. What, what, Swipe to the right. What oh, Maria... No. Is the right good? Or? The right's good. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just so what Maria guess. has done is created this thing as a as a creative singer songwriter called the Tinder Chronicles. Now this is what I saw. Let's see if I got it. Yeah. It's you. You know, put your phone on. You know, turn the video on on your phone. Put prop it up against something. It's almost like it's on a tripod or something. <laughs> and then you look at a guy on Tinder. You get an impression of the guy, and then you do a song or a little snippet of a song yeah. about that guy. Mm -hmm. And then you flip to somebody else, and so it's almost like a free-flowing, freestyle poetry. Mm -hmm. But with music, you got your yeah. guitar. And all under It like is freaking seconds. hilarious. Oh, and it's all... Does so that sound good? It's very, very so if creative. if you saw my picture on, what would your song be? Oh, my gosh. Happy we need Halloween. Yeah, we need a guitar. Happy Halloween. Hey, yeah. Want to do it for Jerry? Oh, my gosh. I, I, no. I would have to think of it. See, here's the thing. Is yeah, I have, do, tell us how you do it. I what, do, what's, like, how's pretty, it go? So I'll, 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 like, look at the picture, and right. I'll be like, oh, this guy's, like, holding a fish or something. And right. And then I'll do a little funny, punny song about a fish. Like, right. You know, about fish in the sea or something like that, because we're both on Tinder. But, yeah, yeah. they're all under 10 seconds. And yeah, it's that's like, the thing. Okay. There are 10 kinda, seconds in there. Oh, you could do, of me, you could do, there are more lines in his face than I have in this song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That, that could work. That was awesome. 
Right? That would be yeah. an example. That's exactly yeah. what I do. So how <laughs> many of these have you done? How many are on YouTube? Um, so, so I just have part volume Tinder Chronicles Volume One up on YouTube, which is yeah. uh, it's about um, I think there are like twelve of them. And when um, did you start doing this? How long ago? Last week. I and was just well, I was just swiping through, and I was like, this is. This whole thing is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, why don't we just make it a little more ridiculous? <laughs> like, a little yeah. more, like, And I funny. think that's important to know is that your tone on this, when I saw it, you're clearly having a lot of fun <laughs> with Tinder. <laughs> and so, look, this thing might how catch do they, on. How do they swipe her back? That's what people want to know. Well, well so a lot of them are people I've matched with already, and... And so you swipe right, and then they match, and I'll be like, hey, you, like, I see we match. You, do you want to hear a song I wrote about you? And some of them get really creeped out and don't message me back. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. But then I, I legitimately have sent these to the people that I posted about, and so I'm like, hey, look, here's a little song for you. And yeah. nine times out of ten, they, they love it. One guy was like, well, good luck with that. And so yeah. <laughs> I think he was offended that he wasn't the only one that got a song. And the funny thing is, uh, Maria is married with three children. But no, no, no. No. It's a joke. It's a joke. Uh, it's very clever, Maria. Thank you. And, uh, you know, it, see if it runs out in two weeks or whether a year from now you're still doing it. And, uh <laughs> But I think it's pretty clever. And the material's clever, too. The so ones how I've seen now are very do funny. they find her on Tinder? Well, anybody on Tinder knows yeah. she's on Tinder. Well, I've yeah. had, I have my settings for within 30 miles and anywhere from 26 to... So when someone gets on it, they just <laughs> all of a sudden have all the people that put in within the last 30... Yeah. Within the 30-mile radius. You put your age, you know, your age limit. Like You're like, I'm not dating... Older than this, or younger than this. And, <laughs> Can imagine like, how many seventy-five-year-olds. <laughs> I mean, hey, well, you, explain something. Tinder and and Jerry yeah, may what? be missing that point. Tinder yes. is not necessarily only for twenty-year-olds or twenty-eight-year-olds. Yeah. I suspect there are people on who are fifty-year-olds or forty-year-olds. Yeah. I mean, it's just a site that helps people get connected up and. Sure. Uh, and they're making a lot of money. It probably has a lot of value. Yeah, if they're 75, you've got to get back to them quickly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be around. Yeah. Well, it's very creative. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Don't take your time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Jerry, because what? you're now working to get more exercise, yes. you got a bike recently, I, got delivered to your home. Yeah, Mickey got me a, an electric bike for... Uh, you know, for my birthday, whatever. So, uh, yeah, and I went out on it last week. Yeah, yeah. A lot of fun. Did you find totally, it Totally. I went all, this, all the way around the block. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. No. It was fun. It actually was fun. And you I live. I didn't fall once. That's unlike. Good. Yeah, right. And by the way, uh, and you live in uh, Florida. The, I'd like yeah. to give the address, if you don't mind. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. You can no. swipe right over there. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'll show you the house, and then you just swipe. Jerry's going to be saying that all week. I know. Swipe that's this right. new thing. Swipe right, swipe right. But uh, you live in, in an area where no there hills. are a lot of bike trails. 
Yes, so a lot you of really shows. have some great resources around you. you yeah, could, I actually enjoyed being on it. Joking aside, it was it, yeah. it was fun, and because unless I have a reason to, I don't do any exercise. So this kind of was a reason to get out there. And Mickey and I went for a nice ride. I enjoyed it. Yeah, that's it. good. And what kind of bike do you have? What's a? It's isn't it? It's a, a, it's a, I think it's a called a Townie. Townie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it doesn't sound real masculine, but it's <laughs> yeah. A, I mean, now that I think about but it's it, a, Townie, it, but it's British. I mean, it, it looks British. Is it an it's electric? It's got uh, the uh, the tires that are like a a light brown. What do you? The white, they don't have white balls. They have like. Oh, I don't know. You describe. Take, I don't know. Take I it, Gene. I guess. <laughs> I I but guess brown walls, and it actually does have brown wall tires. So the hmm. sides were if if they were and white walls. And it's a real dark. Rich green, and it, it, yeah. it's not, yeah. a British looking bike, and yeah. it's got well, it's got trainer wheels, but yeah, <laughs> that's so I don't tip over. Yeah, and by the way, electric bikes. Case uh, anybody's curious, and we were discussing it before the last show. They're really, uh, in fact, let me tell you this: the only growth industry, or the big significant growth industry in bicycle sales now in America, are e-bikes. And the demographics they're going after are older riders who want to get back on bikes if they're facing hills or headwinds or long rides, but also younger riders who are mountain bikers and now road riders who are 30-year-old riders typically or thereabouts. So uh, e-bikes simply add to your power. Most of them do not have any throttles. Almost all of them don't have throttles. So it's not like a moped or a motorcycle. But when you pedal... You have felt it now. It adds to your pedaling. Yeah. Now, I, I talked uh, recently about an 80-mile bike ride, and that's a nice ride. That's a good distance, by the way, whether it's a mechanical bike or an e-bike. But if you put it on the lowest level of assist, you're not getting a whole lot of help. Therefore, you're getting all the exercise you want. Yeah. But, man, you just can hang with it for hours. So. Yeah. It's just the new trend in cycling, and all the bike shops around have some percentage of the bikes on the floor are e-bikes. And so. people have been noticing my physique. Yeah, and they're saying, how'd you get it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of, actually speaking of nothing, because this is, <laughs> this is kind of on the dark side of life. Yes. But, and we have, by the way, let me, let me promo this. Adam Lee is coming up. Sit around. Whoa! Adam Lee. He is, he is Elvis. He is. Uh, he, well, b by the way, he did the show, um, what was the name of the musical? Uh, four, about the Million four guys. Million Dollar Quartet. And he played great. the part of, I think, who did he play? I think he might have played Johnny Cash. We're going to ask him. He played Johnny Cash or Elvis in that yeah. show in Chicago for a number of years, by the way. Great show. So anyway, Adam Lee is a Ludlowian, moved into Ludlow along with Maria Corelli and uh, a whole bunch, Hannah Matthew, a whole bunch of singers, songwriters, performers. Ludlow, Kentucky, I always like to promote Ludlow, Kentucky, is a, a kind of a magnet for the creative class that have moved in, and he is one of them. He's, he's great. Been on our show a few times before. We're happy to have him back. Jerry, is there... There's been this explosion of conversation about President Donald Trump as being a racist. He's now flat out, I'll join that voice, our President Donald Trump is a racist. Yeah. You can't, he can't deny, he'll try to deny it, but you can't deny it by, based on things he's done. Yeah. 
yeah. keeping black people out of uh, housing uh, places that he developed in the 1970s to what he has said about the so-called squad for young congresswomen of color. Yep. He, we have a racist as a president. Uh, is racism even beyond our president? Is it systemic? Because if it would be the answer to that is yes, we got really big problems. We can vote him out. But is it creeped into our system? What do you think? Yeah, I don't think it creeped in. I think it was there from the very beginning. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we had the presidential debate. And, uh, you know, the big part of the debate, of course, was when Kamala Harris went after Biden in the debate. And specifically, there were a whole bunch of issues she could have chosen. I mean, Biden was the leader in the polls, so you expected people to go after him. But the particular issue she picked, uh, other than her personal experience with it, was, was telling. Because she went after Biden. She didn't really, she didn't call him a racist. But she was making the point that our institutions have forever condoned, if not actively supported, racism. And his refusal to support federally mandated busing several decades ago, when that was the only way you were going to have busing, because of course the states weren't going to, the southern states were never going to impose busing. It had to come from the federal level. And the reality is you could not integrate schools in America unless you had busing. So that was the only tool available. You had a, because the neighbors weren't integrated, you had to have busing in order to have integrated schools. Racism is in our nation's blood. We were born in slavery. We had slavery before we were a country yet. And then it was codified in our constitution where slaves were to be counted as three-fifths of a human being. Then, we, of course, we had the Civil War, where the South was fought the war to preserve slavery. And then after that, after the war, even though the North won, the South started the Jim Crow laws, where, you know, blacks weren't permitted in public accommodations or they weren't permitted in certain hotels or restaurants, schools, whatever. And then we, had, then we had, of course, the Brown versus Board of Education in 1954, which was the landmark Supreme Court decision, which all of a sudden said separate but equal doesn't work, and we have to inter we're going to have uh, integration in our schools. But the southern states still uh, fought that, and they fought that with uh, Senator Eastland, James Eastland, who, by the way, was one of the senators that Biden referred to as a guy, even though he disagreed with, he, he palled around with. They, could, they became friends and could really communicate. He was the one who uh, wrote the Southern Manifesto, which basically was a resistance movement against Supreme Court decisions and against federal legislation, which forced integration. Then, we, of course, we have the segregated neighborhoods built into our system because we have redlining. And then we had the budgets from local, state, federal budgets, which always gave poorer neighborhoods, um, minority neighborhoods, inner cities, less of the piece of the pie than they obviously needed. And now we have voter suppression. In other words, it's not something that used to be 
when you hear people say, why do they always bring up race? Yeah, slavery was wrong, but we had the Civil War. Yeah, we have the Supreme Court saying it's outlawed. Right now, African Americans can go to the same restaurant. Well, what are they? What are people complaining about? And you know, you want to be civil and and give a rational answer instead of just screaming at them. But the fact is that racism is built into our culture. We're born into it. We're raised in a society where it's obvious every day. It's obvious in our language when we don't even mean to be. I'm not saying that everyone is mean. I'm saying people don't even realize when they're being racist. When an African-American can dress in a suit and put a nice sentence together, we say, oh, isn't that person well-spoken? How many times did you hear that with Barack Obama? Wow, he's well-spoken. When do you say that? If a white person could put a sentence together. It's just always, you know, it's, it's, these are the prejudices that are built into us. Now, why was busing picked? Because we see evidence of it today. We, busing isn't an issue today. We don't talk about it. But busing was always a euphemism. Busing was always, when you were opposed to busing, you were opposed to integration. They used to say, well, no, you remember this. No, the reason I'm opposed to busing is because I want my kid to go to a neighborhood school. I don't want my kid bussed across town. Excuse me, first of all, Brown versus the Board of Education in 1954, Brown, it was Brown against the uh, Topeka, Kansas Board of Education. Orville Brown was the gentleman who filed the suit because he wanted his daughter, Linda, to be able to go, who was black. She, he wanted her to be able to go to the neighborhood school. And the state, the Board of Education, forced his little girl to be bussed across town to an all-black school. He, she wasn't allowed to go to a neighborhood school. So this... We have always had kids going to school on buses, at least since the 1920s, since we started to have school buses. It's become an iconic image of school education, the uh, yellow school bus. Every, you drive by any school in America at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and you see a whole bunch of school buses. In all white neighborhoods, you see the with school buses. No one opposes putting kids on a, a bus to go to school. That's as old as any of us have been alive. It's a euphemism because you didn't want to say, I don't want my kid going to school with black children. You'd say, I, I just like neighborhood schools. I, I want my, I'm opposed to mandated busing. I, I, I want my kid to stay where I am. Oh, bull. That's how racism is built into our system. It's the same thing as saying Southerners who had said back then, well, the Civil War or even the Jim Crow laws, even within our lifetime, all the segregation, it never was, oh, we, we, we don't want segregation. This is about states' rights. Remember that argument. That was a euphemism for segregation. That's what, that's what I mean by it. it is built into our system. It was a polite way to say, you don't want integration. And by the way, it wasn't always in the South. 
as African Americans started to move north, follow the jobs up north, and go whether it was in Detroit, Chicago, New York, Boston. Remember the huge fights in Boston, in the white neighborhoods of Boston. Uh, how dare you bust my kids or bust African American kids into my neighborhood? You know, it was so this, we can't put it all on the South. It's in our system, it's in our culture, it's in the way we live. Now, knowing that it's always right beneath the surface and we have to work hard at getting this cancer out of our system, it takes affirmative action in our own minds and in our own behaviors that we can start, hopefully, for the next generation, and it's getting better per generation. And the next generation after that, our grandkids, they don't see color anymore. They don't see religion anymore as a way to be tribal. They're much more open. That is what this person we call president, that's what this whole immigration fight is about. It's about race. When he says in his tweets about those four congresswomen of color, where do you come from? When they said with Obama, where does he come from? What are they doing? They don't want to say we don't want a black president. They don't want to say we don't want these congresswomen of color. So the issue always is as soon as you're not white, all of a sudden, the question is, uh, where do they really come from? Go back to where you're from. The immigrants coming over, you know. No one's standing up right now and says, we don't want anyone coming from Poland. We don't want anyone coming from Norway, uh, Trump's favorite foreign country. It's disgusting. And we can't let people get away with just using these phony arguments you know very well the fight on immigration has to do with color and race and ethnicity. Everything America is supposed to be against. We're supposed to be the place it doesn't, these things don't matter. Come on in. And Trump is, make no mistake about it, you can't hide it anymore. You can't just say, well, he's using it for political purposes. You, you talk like he does, you tweet like that. No decent, normal human being can say those things if you weren't a racist deep down. So, you know, I always wondered what if, if you're anywhere near my age, always wondered what it would have been like if George Wallace had won the election in 1968. Well, we now know. Donald Trump, today's manifestation of George Wallace, except not quite as smart. All right, folks, we're going to bring up... Uh uh, a wonderful musician that we've had on the podcast before. He is one of Ludlow's own. We are very thankful to ha be able to claim him. Um, ladies and gentlemen, Adam Lee. Yeah. Woo -hoo. Woo -hoo. 
And uh, he's also going to be joined by Beth Christman here, who we heard on um, the last podcast that we... Oh, man, yes. Incredible musician. Woo! Figured if we still had Beth, we should get her up here, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) Yes. How you guys doing? Good. Well, thanks for inquiring. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What are you, my doctor? (laughs) I'm... I'm having a little problem with my hemorrhoids. Okay, no, noted. I don't, have, I don't have a song about that. Yeah. You, you know what I do? I have a song. This will be a bit to you. Uh, this, this is a brand new song. This was sort of inspired. I got the idea for this song uh, at a Maria Corelli album release show here at Ooh, wow. Folk right. School Coffee Parlor. Yep. Yeah. So we were outside uh, one of the shows, and somebody walked up. We are just drinking coffee. And uh, somebody walked up with a, with a bottle of something stronger and said, a man with a bottle should never be lonely. And uh, I thought, if that's not a song title, that's what awesome. is? Yeah. It's also a great pickup line. <laughs> <laughs> it's my Tinder profile. <laughs> yeah. I've sat with more strangers than I care to remember. But this one had liquor to pass. Said a man with a bottle should never be lonely. So I sipped what he shared and thought about that.
The stranger in steady decline Just take you some whiskey Till the bottle runs empty It'll return the favor I'm just jealous of you guys. I mean that, you know, we sit here every week, every other week, and, and we hear these musicians, and you guys, you ought to be singing together. Oh yeah, well, yeah, yeah, we've done yeah. some of that, we have done Yeah, I mean, that's what I was thinking. Deep down, yeah. walking the floor, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah we absolutely. We could do some Ernest and Loretta duets. Yeah, we'll work that up for next time. Oh, when do you, you know any? Because I got time. Yeah. <laughs> when you did uh, Million Dollar Quartet, huh, yeah. who'd you play? Cash. Cash, okay. Down low, yeah. down in yeah. the basement. Oh, right, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, do some. Oh, we're not allowed to do. We'll cut it out of the thing. This is. We're not going to get a chance to hear <laughs> See, here's the deal. Yeah. We have to have the rights from the songwriter to do any song. And that's how it should be, by the way. Yes. No songwriter should yeah. have their material used where it's. We, they haven't been given permission. You're right. So all of our performers do original songs like that yeah. one, which is as good as any song you hear anybody exactly. else. That is do. true. Or right. Yeah. Now I and wrote, that was a good story. Yeah, but about, I wrote all of Johnny Cash's. Yeah. Songs. Right. <laughs> a lot of people don't know that. Name one one person here who knew that. See, no one did. So, so those are the rules we yeah, follow right. and you're legally right. should follow. By the way, yeah. so I'm a supporter of that. But yeah. anyway, um, you guys, can we ask you where both of you, both of y'all, because you're both incredible songwriters, Adam? Please tell us where we can hear your stuff and where people can. Oh, you know, you can find adamleeband.com. That'll, that'll, has all the tour dates. You can buy the music on there. Awesome. Uh, all, the, all the links to all the social stuff is on there, adamleeband.com. Okay, awesome. And, and I'm at bethchrismanmusic.com. And spell Chrisman just to be sure. So C-H-R-I-S-M-A-N. Got it. You lead two bands right now? Yeah, Honky I have Tonk a Honky Tonk Band, Missy Beth and the Morning Afters. That's and, a good name. Uh, I have an old-time band, the Fraulines. I play banjo and fiddle in that band. Okay, and, and then we can like search those online yes. soon. Yeah. Cool. And I know Adam would mention is, uh, as we say, one of our own. I live in Ludlow as well, so does uh, Maria. But in your base, where, Beth? I live in Austin, Texas. Okay. Mm. And you said, it, because you were here in our last episode and you moved from Fairbanks, Alaska with your family. Yeah, I've moved up there down uh, to austin family. is that where you went i went by myself down oh, to by, by yourself to well, austin. the climate's the same yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they're both way too extreme yeah, yeah. <laughs> well would you guys 
do us oh, a favor. Man, what just, do you guys? What do you think, Jared? Do you want to hear? You want to hear yourself you, sing? You, or you I'd hear? rather not hear me sing. I mean, you guys are so good. If if there's a song they're allowed to do, now I'll tell you, it? I sold Beth on doing this thing because I told her she'd get to sing with you. Uh, oh, okay. No, yeah. And it's yeah. down by the river. Yeah. And by can, the way, I can imagine. And down by the riverside is what's called, since we get into the music, legal stuff, a public domain song. So we're allowed to sing that. We can do it. It's old enough. You that, guys know uh, Banks of the Ohio? Mm-hmm. That's public That's domain. not public domain, by the way. I've reached I am the executive producer trying to keep his ass out of trouble. <laughs> but I'm a judge. I can. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I find myself innocent. <laughs> oh, virtually nothing. Yeah. It's down by the riverside. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to lay down my burden down by the riverside. Down by the riverside.